So I stumbled across a recent post in a vegan Facebook community from a woman who admitted to having fallen off track after being derailed by unexpected life events, her own words. She mentioned that she was desperate and didn't know how to get back on track. She said she loves to cook, she loves to meal prep, and her family is actually very supportive, but she keeps making dumb decisions. As she said, she's read all of the books like Starch Solution, Atomic Habits, How to Quit Sugar, but despite having learned what to do, she was asking the group to provide her with the name of a video, the name of a book, or even a story from a Facebook member that could inspire her to get back on track. She started off losing 72 pounds in the beginning of her journey. And since Christmas, she steadily gained back more than 50 pounds and posted two photos of herself looking actually beautiful and, and fabulous um, with the added pounds she claimed to have gained. But she was clearly not happy about the setback. And I was reminded that even when our weight gain may not appear problematic to others, we personally still feel the loss of control and the self-defeat, which is sometimes worse than the gained fat itself. And for me, Christmas is actually the especially difficult time to stay on track when there's so many tempting treats that can lure us away from the wholesome food that we actually love, but that doesn't stand a second chance next to the highly palatable chocolates that are all around us during the holidays. And if I'm honest, the cycle even begins already in November, kicking off with Thanksgiving with a high calorie meal consisting mainly of sugar, salt, and fat. And all of this triggers our pleasure centers in the brain and it keeps us hooked all the way through New Year's until all the holiday food has actually vanished. And unfortunately, it really only takes one meal to get us off track or even one bite. Any intensely flavorful food can cause us to plummet into a binge which can last for months and take even longer than that to get us back on track again. But the truth of the matter is, we don't really need any more books or movies or testimonies from others to stop the cycle. Books and stories are good and supportive and are certainly needed in the beginning for educational purposes if we don't know where to begin. But once we know what we have to do, then it's really all about the execution. So how do we get from uncontrollable overeating to executing the daily habits consistently that were once a part of our routine so that we succeed in reaching our fat loss goals and stay on track. I want to share five steps with you that I have used that can stop the cycle and help you easily get back to your routine, even start a new routine that helps you to gain control, reduce the overeating, and get you back to losing fat. I'm Jennifer Lipscomb, and I'm the creator of Her Soul Fit, a fat loss coaching program for the menopausal woman with a sweet tooth looking to lose fat on a plant-based diet without giving up her favorite desserts. 
Now, the five steps that I want to share with you today are one, reset your environment, two, replace the triggers, three, restore your taste buds and reduce your cravings, four, reschedule and regulate your meals, and five, repeat your routine. Now, step one is to remove the processed food and refined sugar. All processed food is produced with one goal in mind, and that's to get us all hooked so that we are driven to eat more and more. The food industry wants to make a profit, and to do this, it must create food that people want to buy. They work very hard at getting us addicted to their products by adding ingredients that spark our pleasure centers in the brain, and they are really, really good at it. They have the process actually down to a science, knowing the right combination of sugar, salt, and fat that drives us to overeat. The tastier the food, the better. So it's no surprise, once we start eating, we can't stop. There's no better way to stop the cycle than to simply stop buying it and remove as much as possible the processed food from your home. It may not be easy at first, but step by step, you will feel more and more comfortable letting go of food that does not serve you and actually works against your fat loss goals. Step number two is the power of replacement. By replacing all the processed food with whole food, you don't immediately feel as though you have taken something away from yourself or that you are depriving yourself of good food. Preparing meals with whole foods can reduce the cravings for highly palatable food because your taste buds and the pleasure center in your brain will no longer be exposed to food that triggers and you'll eventually lose interest in it. That doesn't mean that any whole food can do the trick. Your whole food meals must be tasty enough that you really enjoy eating them but they should have the right combination of protein, carbs, fat, and fiber so that your blood sugar remains balanced and your body is fully satiated. What's also important is that your meal should be easy to make in order to lower the threshold for you having to prepare them yourself. Step number three, you may be wondering if staying on track means eliminating treats and desserts from your eating plan since desserts may trigger you to overeat and keep you trapped like processed food does. However, planning desserts in your schedule actually can make the difference between reaching for your fat loss goals and attaining them and yo-yo dieting. That's why step number three is so important to restore your taste buds as long as your desserts consist of whole foods and the right combination of protein, fats, carbs, and fiber, your desserts can both tickle your taste buds and still curb your appetite instead of driving you to overeat. The reason you should plan desserts into your schedule is to ensure that you are fulfilling your urges and not denying them. The more you deny yourself or fixate on avoiding certain food, the more you're going to crave it. 
We're designed to focus on what we have in our minds. So it's natural that we continue to think about the food that we know we shouldn't be eating at all. If we instead ensure ourselves that we can have tasty desserts, for example, after our lunch every day, or one to two days out of the week, we won't feel deprived, but instead our bodies will learn to expect to have dessert according to our scheduled plan, and we won't fixate on when we're going to eat our next treat, or even feel guilty if we indulge because we've already planned for it. Step number four, the worst thing we can do when we're feeling hungry is to not have food readily available, which is why it's so important to reschedule and regulate our meals. We have all experienced at one time or another what it's like being hungry without any food on hand. When we're super hungry, we try to get our hands on any food as quickly as possible. And this is often food that consists of low nutrients, food high in sugar, salt, and fat, which triggers us. We're more likely to make poor food choices when we have to act quickly to get energy into our bodies. Studies even show that most people choose food that triggers overeating more so than reaching for veggies or foods rich in vitamins and nutrients. Part of the reason is those foods are not as easy to consume. First of all, because they're not as flavorful as processed food. And second of all, they require much more work to eat. Processed food, on the other hand, hits our pleasure centers in the brain, choose much more easily than, let's say, carrots, broccoli, or raw cabbage, and it provides us with a quick temporary boost in, in energy because it absorbs quickly into our blood. But it keeps us hooked. And the most important thing it can actually sabotage our food choices for the rest of the day. So if we're able to plan when we're going to eat, have tasty whole food meals already prepped, we can be sure to eat the right food as soon as we need it and avoid grabbing less than ideal food. Number five, the last step is to routinize your steps. You want to be able to repeat the steps over and over again on auto drive to ensure that you're executing the plan and not engaging in behavior that sabotages your efforts. So building a routine into your schedule with ease helps you achieve this. Now the steps may not sound glitzy and glamorous, but they are surprisingly simple and successful once you learn each one and execute them. However, in order for us to execute a plan easily, it has to be on autopilot in our brain. We usually perform specific tasks without thinking about them once we've repeated them over and over again. And it's gone from the learning and adaptive stage to practicing and then automatic stage. Execution becomes much easier when we can break down tasks into simpler steps and even combine them with activities that we already do with ease.
So if you have a morning routine that you do easily without thinking about it, then combining new tasks with your routine can help you implement the rest of your daily activities. For example, if you pray in the morning, read the Bible and journal, you may decide to add another 10 or 15 minutes into your quiet time by planning movement during your day and also planning out the meals. Blocking a time for your movement, like a daily walk, and planning what food will go into your meals rather than grabbing for whatever you have laying around can ensure that you get the movement that you need as well as the right food without having to think about it and make decisions later in the day when you're tired and easily manipulated by food or activities that, that don't serve you at all. So in summary, you want to number one, reset your environment by removing processed food and refined sugar from your home. Number two, replace the processed and refined food with more whole food meals. Number three, restore your taste buds and reduce your cravings by preparing whole food meals and desserts into your eating schedule that curb your appetite. Number four, reschedule and regulate your meals by planning your meals based on a regulated eating window and by meal prepping. And lastly, routinize it by establishing a routine to easily implement all of the above steps to ensure your success. In my free mini fat loss course, I go into further detail on how to regulate your eating window and how to prep and plan for desserts for fat loss. This is important because as I always say, if you have a sweet tooth, guilt-free always tastes and feels better. I've included for each course video a workbook that provides tips and strategies and a planner template that helps you action what you've actually already learned. If you're interested, simply click on the link below this video and join me inside.